Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everyone, it's Jack. Chris and I are both on the road this week. Chris is finishing up his Midwest Coasters tour, and I am making an unscheduled trip up to Kennywood. So because of that, we really can't record this week. But we still wanted y'all to have an episode, so we decided to go back into the archives and pull one out for y'all to listen to. Uh, we pulled one of our test episodes from last fall when we just first started like playing around with the idea of a podcast. This episode was recorded on December 2nd of 2019 and was titled, OMG, It's a Zero Car, Oh, and Texas Too. Uh, this was recorded right after IAPA, so we talk about all the zero cars that have been unveiled, uh, just the various things we'd heard about. We also talked a little bit about Dollywood, um, and then the big thing was we talked about Chris's trip to Texas, got his ride reviews and everything that happened on that trip. So yeah, without further ado, we're going to jump right in. This is right how it was edited and cut back then. You'll hear the intro we were using as a makeshift one and everything. So we hope you enjoy and we'll see you next week. Welcome to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. And now, podcasting from our studios in East Tennessee and Central Florida, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, I'm sitting here with Chris. Hello everybody. And we are back for episode number two. Woohoo! Yay! Or number one if this gets uploaded, which Probably. I doubt it will. But no, we well we'll save the the back half of the back half of this episode. We're just gonna save for when we can't record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's gonna be good content, I think. All right. So what do we got first? Uh, well, we're doing another practice. Welcome to our podcast, aren't we? I guess so. Okay, well, this is our podcast. That's all you need to know. No, just kidding. Um, So like I said, my name is Jack. Uh, My home park is Dollywood, and I run Thrilling Moments Photography, and yeah, that's pretty much me. And my name is Chris. I live in Central Florida, directly between Tampa and Orlando, but uh, I I count BGT and SeaWorld as my home parks because those are the two that I like the most. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, and then we had the brilliant, we, we met and we had the brilliant idea like a year after that, we should do a podcast or something together. And so here we are. Here we are. So, uh, we have a lot of stuff to get through this week. This is going to be a long episode. Yes, it is. We've got things from two of my home parks and several of yours. We got a lot of weekly news, and then we got kind of long trip report. Very long trip report. Yes, very, very long. Yeah. Oh, no, you're you're giving me all the details. You've made me wait a week and a half. (laughs) Hopefully I can remember them all. 
This is why I wanted you to just tell me then. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll get it. I'll be fine. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. So well, we starting off, right? yeah, uh, we'll start. So Carowinds, um, so Dollywood is my home park, but Carowinds is about four hours east-ish of me. So we frequent there. And uh, their new hotel is open. So that's cool. We've been watching them build this all year. Every time I've been to the park, it's kind of grown. And so along with the hotel, they redid the parking lot to make it a little more user-friendly. And my dad and I both agree it's a lot nicer. But um, park hotels. Now, I have stayed at one park hotel. Have you stayed at any? Multiple, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Disney. Yeah, you've stayed at Disney. I've stayed at Disney. Stayed at Universal. I think that's it. Okay. So the resorts, not the, the just the hotels. Okay. Yeah. So I've stayed at one. I stayed at Knott's, your point. Knott's Berry Farms. That's the hotel I stayed at. We stayed at Knott's Berry Farms Hotel. Um, really convenient five minute walk to the park. Like Ghost Rider was like, outside of our window practically i'm jealous we didn't get we didn't have a view of it oh but we could hear it and we could, there was the mornings you could hear them out there working on the track in the mornings yeah but um so it was right there five minute walk it was wonderful but i'm gonna say probably not the it's nowhere near the nicest hotel i've ever stayed in didn't you get early entry though we well we had we were there for CoasterCon, so we had to early entry no matter what. But don't you get it with the hotel if I remember right? I can't remember. My dad was the one who booked it, but I think you do. Oh, um, that would make it worth it. But I mean, it was nice. I think being so close to the park was nice. But mm-hmm. I'll take my I'll take my Hampton in any day with my free continental breakfast. Yeah, I I, I love. Park hotels if they have enough perks. Yeah, like that's um, one, never having I, stayed at like a Disney or Universal park. Oh yeah, they've got a lot. I I stayed at Saratoga Springs recently when I had Disney passes, and that was really nice like because you get the sixty day advance rather than your usual thirty for getting fast passes. So mm-hmm. we got all the good fast passes. You got extra magic hours, all that. It, it was really nice. Plus, it was transportation and everything, and all the amenities. And yeah. Disney with their theming has a soundtrack for a small water slide, which is kind of nuts, in my opinion. That they'll even go that far. Yeah. Although then, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like the. I've never now. Granted, I've never been to Disney World, but I like Disneyland's Fast Pass system much better because you have to be in the park to book your Fast Passes. So it is literally yeah fair. That's game, the way ours no used to be. What. And I and love like that, that because we got so many good fast passes that day. I, I think Universal's hotel is my favorite, though, mainly because Universal has rides that I like more. Hulk, Dude, Mommy. So I got Rip Dragon Challenge. Rip. I got in early. I We stayed. Which hotel did we stay at? What was it called? I don't remember. It was like the Italian themed one, but we stayed there. Okay, and we I got in early, wrote everything, got free express passes with it, which was awesome. But not really. And the express passes at Universal are like a hundred bucks, and you usually get right to the front. Speaking of express passes, we'll add that in real quick after this, but Yeah. I, I personally like staying at on site hotels if they have enough. Sometimes the yeah. price just isn't worth it. 
Yeah, so basically sum it up. Uh, Carowinds, I'm probably not going to stay at that hotel. We have one. We stay, love to stay at it. That's about 15 minutes from the park. We literally have stayed there every time we've ever gone to Carowinds. So I think we're going to stick. Well, no, I take that back. We did stay at a different hotel a couple months ago. But Speaking of Carowinds, I got something to tell you about it later, but uh, th- that's not really news related. So Okay. Um, well, then kind of semi-news related slash... Uh, happenings next year cedar point uh cyber monday deal 75 dollar ticket and fast lane plus well sadly i'm not going next year at least i don't plan to we've already got our fast lane pluses <laughs> lucky so uh i i know um as of earlier today david and greg had bought theirs so well looks like you've got a day to meet up already 20 woohoo Gonna go and ride my favorite ride, ride at the park, Millennium yeah. Force. <laughs> I saw your debate on Twitter. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I had too much fun with that. <laughs> okay, moving in. We've got a heck of a lot of IAPA stuff. Take it away. Uh, Iron Gwazi train. I love. Yes, give more. Um, yeah. Also, lift topped off. I, I can't wait for this thing. I'm so I'm excited. waiting. You're, when are you going to go? Probably next weekend, or this weekend actually. I I, I need to go to Dollywood this weekend, or I'm not going to get there. We might end up going to SeaWorld instead, but I'm going to try to go to. I mean, Mako. I want to see it. I mean, Mako. Is it kind of like I've ridden Mako enough times? I feel kind of bad saying this, but I'd almost rather go to Bush Gardens just to look at Iron Gwazi because I'm so excited for it. That's like disap. Okay, like. Mako, like, well, also, you got the added coaster bonus. for me. Kumba, so it's like, Montu, I don't know. I feel like Mako literally just outweighs the entirety of Bush Gardens Tampa. Like, I would go to SeaWorld oh, over BGT just right. for Mako. But I, I've got something new to look at there. And don't even say Icebreaker, which is next, actually. Uh, Icebreaker's train looks cool. And they've um, got a spike. Woohoo! The comfort collars. I've heard are like a new generation, so kind of interested. I mean, I would say we could try them out on West Coast Racers when it finally opens, but you know that's never going to happen. So yeah, that will never happen. But yeah, Icebreaker keeps going. Then we got Pantheon, and so um, pretty standard Intamin multi launch train. It looks pretty, but it looks yeah, it looks good. I mean, I can't. I have to admit it. The colors look, look awesome. It looks pretty darn good. But I love Busch Gardens Williamsburg. They're like, hey, let's make it half a mile an hour faster. So it's the world's fastest multi-launch. And then here comes BGW fans. It's like, hold that thought. Soaring what about dragons. Soaring with Dragons? <laughs> and well, Busch Gardens Williamsburg is like, well, blah, 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 blah. They tried to back it up. And, they didn't uh, work. Like, yeah, it didn't work. So They, they uh, can't say that the multi-pass launch counts as multiple. And say it's the fastest multi-launch in the world when Soaring with Dragon is a multi-pass launch and is multiple. If they were to say multi-pass launch is only one launch and they're the fastest multi-launch, because they have two, technically, then Then, that would Yes, you could get away with it, but you can't have... It's like they're, 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 you can't have both. You either advertise four launches or fastest multi-launch in the world. Yep. So, um, nice try, Bush Guns Williamsburg. We'd love oh for gosh. you to just go ahead and 
boosts the speed up to 80. I mean, you boosted it half a mile an hour. Why not just Imagine add uh, going over that more. top hat at that speed? I mean, the air time lightning the rod. Over the top. Okay, lightning rod is not 80 miles an hour over the top, I'd like to say. So, yeah, but you used to go through the wave turn at like 60. You only go through it like thirty-five now. Yes, but eighty over like a near near vertical or yeah. maybe vertical top hat. The airtime in the back would be so crazy. Or in the front, right when you crested. Yeah. It, uh. Yeah. That that's that's uh that's almost like pleasurable to think about. <laughs> Just and... the bruise as you'd get, you'd lift up into your seat. Uh, yeah. Okay, Texas Stingray. Uh, the train looks fantastic. Yes, Long live the Stingray train. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> stingray Rock. Yes. I. They need to add in a replica Stingray Rock to the queue. Just. I was honestly hoping it, the train would literally be a Stingray. I'm like, I like the one we got, rock. but it was just a Stingray Rock that was made me so happy. But anyways, um. <laughs> That's a shout out for all of you roller coaster jerk members that listen to this. Woohoo! Um, yeah, so that looks, looks awesome. Amazing. But then construction, you were just there. What's it look like? Track work looks like it's pretty much done. This thing is bigger than I thought. Like it's, it's got like the compact layout that Gold Striker and Renegade has. But then you walk a little bit one way and you see that it's like also got a little out and back section. It looks like that's kind of far away from the rest of the layout. But I didn't notice it first, and then like my third time walking past it, it was right there, and didn't didn't really expect to see that. The queue line is like all laid out already, and they've started paving down some, I think. It looked like, but they're, oh my, it's like literally going to be finished before West Coast Racers. I think, like, at first it was a joke, but now it's like serious. 2020 editions are going to be done before West Coast Racers. Zodra already made that happen. Yeah, well, like, the buildings are done. Well, almost done. Like, it's so far ahead. I love SeaWorld. Yeah, so we know. Yeah, so that looks awesome. Next SeaWorld Park um, is SeaWorld San Diego with their dive. Emperor. I I love the theme and name. I love how, like, I I thought that SeaWorld was going to start running out of names for the SeaWorld Parks, but nope, they found another unique theme that I just didn't think they would do. Let's see. Coaster the Penguins. Yeah, 150 plus foot dive coaster. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. Um. They what what they have? They've got some track up and whatnot for that, so that'll be nice. I think the layout looks great. Yeah, the layout does look good. It's got like a cutback in it that looks awesome. B and M innovating. I mean, they're not really innovating. They're just stealing for what I'm, from what RMC is. Doing. They're innovating for their own standards. Well, that's true. Then we've got the SNS Axis coaster. Give me, give me, give me this now. I want it First now. First park that adds this, I will come as soon as I can. Like, not lying. At, at first, I thought the ride just looked kind of gimmicky. And then SNS was like, well, here's a full animation. Oh my. Now I want it. Very, very bad. The, we're going to talk about the idea I just had in a few minutes. Um, so then, last thing we saw out of our, uh, IAPA is, Orion. Oh, we've got a train. And I like it. I like it as well. Okay. My dad doesn't. (laughs) I don't think it's the best train. Like, train like Diamondback is way better. But Orion's is still pretty good. So here's what my 
my dad wanted like a matte black with sparkles. Like Hollywood Dream, except instead of gray, it's black. Yeah. I could see it. He wanted that. And I was like, that well, been... it would have been awesome, but we kind of knew I, what the trains were going to look like from the animation. Oh, and don't forget Onion coming to Kentucky Kingdom next year. I love their social media. I was, I was, I was like looking on Twitter today, and I saw the food, whatever the post was, and I was like, huh. And then I watched the video, and I was in, I was sitting in, like, we were waiting on a director to get back from something in band class. So I was sitting there watching it, and the girl sitting next to me was like, "Why are you freaking out over?" Because I was going, "Oh my gosh, they did it! They actually did it!" Like. I was freaking out in band class, and she looks at me all concerned. I was like, this doesn't concern you, and then I immediately texted you. Yeah, and I watched it a little bit later because I was in class. But anyways, have to be uh, moving on, IAPA was great. It looked great, at least. I wasn't there, but I wish I could have. I was somewhere else, which was worth it. Yep. Now we're moving into what was it? We weren't originally talking about this this week, and then I met someone, so... Dollywood, we got a ton of stuff to talk okay, about with Dollywood. Real quick, before you say any of this, you're not going to get anyone in trouble saying this stuff, no, are I'm you? Not, I'm not going to say his name, and I'm not going to say anything super confidential. I'll tell you all that stuff later. Okay. So, here's what we know. The resort is happening. I mean, we kind of knew it was happening, because when they filed the paperwork... Did I send you this? So the local news station picked up on or found all the permits and paperwork they had to go because they had to get an area rezoned. Okay. So they're like, Dollywood's building another resort. And everyone at Dollywood was denying it. But they're like, we're, I mean, I talked to my source and they said, yeah, we're yeah. doing another resort. We're just not ready to publicly announce it yet. This has been in the rumor mill since Dream More opened in 2015. It's all, it was such a big success. Rooms constantly booked out so we haven't just, stayed there have you no i have not we were just um, talking about park hotels you ever going to um we've talked about it uh if i do i'll do it for like an opening day thing but yeah um so but new hotel we have no idea of a name theme anything like that we do have an idea of where it would be and it'd actually be kind of off behind dream more um so no we're not getting that uh, Wildwood Grove Hotel everyone thought we were getting, but yeah. Then we've got, what else is, um, 2020 editions. And so this is something um, I've been actually wondering for a long time. Um, for those of you familiar with Dollywood, we've never had middle detectors at the front of the park for security. That is changing next season. I've been wondering for forever, when are they going to do it? They're doing it, so expect to um, see middle detectors next season. Um, I do know the setup. They're basically, you know, they're the two security bridges before you get to the turnstiles. They're going to be three secure or three middle detectors on each of the bridges, so we'll have six of them total. So, I mean, if they do it right and they move people through fast, and it's either six or eight. I think they're actually going to try to cram four on each of them, but. It won't be a big deal if they are able to move people too fast. Yeah, so we've got so the mill detectors coming next season. I've expected that for a while. Um, other than that, we're just getting a lot of general park improvements. Not a bad then, thing. Yeah. 
the only thing I can 100% say about this next thing, and this is we're only going to say this, Wildwood Grove Phase 2 is confirmed for 2021. Anything else you'd like to say? No. Okay, moving on. So, Rise of the Resistance. You're the Star Rise Wars geek. Go off. Yes! Ah, yes, Star Wars. Well, um, we're about to get a new movie. I honestly kind of expect them to, you know, delay Rise of the Resistance until the movie comes out so they can do, like, this epic Star Wars day celebration. That thingy, wouldn't but, surprise me. Um... Rise of Resistance, we're hearing lots of things are starting to happen around worlds. So We've seen footages. Footage yes. of the ride. Um, so or at least the scenes from it. Yes. Hopefully, 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 hopefully it opens soon. It will give me a legit excuse to wait two more years to go back to a Disney park because I want to ride Tron and I want to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. So... Uh, Winterfest at Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, oh my. Have you seen on Twitter what, like... Some of the stuff. I haven't paid too much close attention. So, they've pretty much smashed attendance records. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, for... They've never done a seasonal event like this before. They don't. They only have one roller coaster open. It's the kitty credit I didn't get. Taxi um, Jam, right? I think is the name. Yeah, I saw that. It had, a, it had an hour and a half wait. I was not. It, we waited in forty-five minutes for their um, Vacoma inverted family coaster, like Silver Streak. Yeah. Was it trash? It's actually probably one of the better ones I've done. And then I rode Dragonflyer. Yeah, Dragonflyer like every- beats all of them. Oh yeah, because Dragonflyer actually does stuff and has but- cool restraints. And is really quiet and smooth. Mm-hmm. So, and last news thing. Oh yes, yes. Blue Harvest has gone vertical at Grunelund. Yay! Twenty twenty one trip. This... We gotta be in an invert. Oh well, we'll we'll try to get there. That's we'll the plan. To but uh, this ride look it looks pretty cool. Yeah, we literally we just there's just like two track pieces up, but. I think it looks on par with some of the smaller ones, like Flight Deck at Great America and um, Great Bear at Hershey, maybe. Mm, looks about I, that size. I, we only got one ride in on Great Bear, and it was it's good. But, I don't know. It doesn't, didn't do It didn't, like, shatter my mind. Yeah, I feel like that's the case with most inverts, except for a few. Like, Banshee is awesome and is my favorite. Montu is awesome. Alpengeist is great. But then, like, mm, I mean, Raptor and, there's, you know, and Afterburn are kind of... Like, Afterburn has yeah, grown really on me. Good. It's always been probably behind... Or we're excluding Batman clones and we're excluding... um. Well, yeah, we'll exclude Batman clones. It's probably been my second least favorite, with Great Bear being my least favorite, and then Afterburn. Then I'd go Raptor. I'm pretty torn between Montu and Banshee. Talon's still at the top. 
Talon is still at the top because that ride just kicks right, butt. Right, so it's so smooth. Mine. I have over Georgia and over Texas, Batman's are the worst. And then Goliath at Fiesta, Texas. Batman at St. Louis, which is super good. And then Great White at SeaWorld San Antonio. And then it goes, um, at last I have Afterburn, and then Raptor, and then Alpengeist, and then Montu, and then Banshee. Yeah. I just kind of excluded all the Batmans. My favorite Batman is Magic Mountains, but... Great Whites gave, like, legit hang time, yet still managed to fly through the whole thing and, like, be intense. It was weird. Bat The Batman and Magic Mountain was just super intense, and they had so much theming. I was like, are we in a Six Flags park? Or yeah. So, it impressed me. So, uh, we're going to shut up now about weekly news, and I'm turning it over to you. You've got a heck of a lot of explaining to do, so just... I'm shutting up. I'll interject with questions okay. if I have. So, uh, to give a little context to that, basically, I went to Texas, did a bunch of the parks there, and I had some interesting experiences with some of them, and didn't tell Jack anything. I told him we'd have to wait till now. So, Which I was we'll not at all happy about, but okay. So, uh, pretty much flew into Dallas and Fort, Dallas Fort Worth. Um, went to over Texas. That park is amazing. It is my favorite Six Flags park for sure. Atmosphere is great. It's just gorgeous in some spots. The DC section isn't the prettiest, but I still didn't mind it, mainly because Mr. Freeze is over there. Um, but yeah, I loved over Texas so much. Started the day off, went straight to New Texas Giant. Waited 45 minutes. said you were going to do. Yeah, I had said I was going to go to La Vibora because low capacity ride right at the front of the park. It was closed. Went to New Went Texas, to Giant. Texas Giant. Um, um, and that ride, that ride was amazing. Took 45, 45 minutes for it to open because they didn't start testing until 8, which is when the park... Or no, not 8. What am I saying? 12. Park okay, that's 12. really early. Yeah, park opened at 12. Didn't start okay, testing till 12. Waited uh, a while for that. Wrote it. I thought it was going to be my least favorite RMC. And I like it better than Twisted Cyclone and Storm Chaser. Uh, I didn't think the length was going to make that much of a difference, but it did. The airtime was way more intense than I expected. And I actually like the Gerslauer trains more than RMCs. I think they are a lot more comfortable. They Maybe you didn't fall onto the roof of the disco tunnel. Yeah. Uh, New Texas Giant, though. That thing impressed me a lot. Okay, now um, we can skip all the kitty coasters if you want. I want there's I've got to hear your reviews of Titan. Yes, that's what that one's called. And then um, what's the other coaster they have? All right, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. So um, we went and ate lunch because everything else was closed. I looked around for another thirty minutes. Went to Titan. Closed. Closed. Runway Mountain. Closed. Shockwave. Newfound respect for Shockwave. It's actually open. Um, so I get on that. I'm pretty excited now, for this. Reminder, this coaster is like the awesome. one that all the the enthusiast praise like it is the Lord and Savior itself. Yeah, this was going to be really my first major Schwarzkopf I remember. I've ridden Mindbender, but not since I was like seven. Because it's either had a really long line or closed since the times I've returned. And rode it. Saw... All the other All rides the other operating from the lift hill, so I got really happy on that ride because, yay, they're finally opening everything. 
um, the two loops, crazy intense. I grayed out. I really enjoyed that. Gray out on Wild Eagle, so. Oh, whatever. Wild Eagle's a good wing. Yes, it is a good wing, but I don't gray out on Eagle. That's better than Gatekeeper. Yes, it is. And all VCP fanboys can fight us. Yeah, Shockwave, really good. Had some good airtime moments, good loops. I didn't think it was like Jesus Christ as a coaster, <laughs> like you were saying, but it, it was good. I no, enjoyed it. I mean, Solid number four in the park. I mean, Jesus um, Christ as a coaster, that would be like Steel Vengeance to most people, but not for me. No, 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 not for me either. What would then, yours be? Um, we we will reveal that in the I top mean, like, twenty-five episode, Jack. Yes, I know, but like, see, mine would not be my number one. Oh well, what would your number one be? Like, well, I mean, my number one is my baby. Right, I mean, so that's its nickname. What What would your Jesus Christ be? X two. Okay, respectable. I don't. I don't think I have one. Now I want to. You've never seen it, but I want to break into Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> okay. Uh, after Shockwave, went to the area where both mine trains are. Waited a while for the first one. It was pretty good. I like the saloon part where you go into the saloon. There's actually decent theming, and then you drop out into a pretty good drop into a tunnel. That was fun. This thing has a good setting. One of my favorite mine trains for sure. Then did the original. It was the original. Mini Mine Train, the Mr. Beast Coaster. I think it was it. The one that the the Phineas to Texas Mine Train was the original Aero Mine Train. The Over Texas or Fiesta Texas? Over Texas. Oh, okay, yes. yeah. Well, it, we'll, we'll it get was to, really good. Yeah, because the Ground Team literally sketched it in like twenty-five minutes. Um, yeah, the Mr. Beast Coaster Mini Mine Train, really short. I liked how it went in Mr. Freeze layout, though. That was pretty cool. Rip uh, but no one really cares about that. Went, rode, um, Batman, one of the worst Batman clones I've done. Went, rode, Mr. Freeze. The theming on that is so much better than St. Louis's. The color scheme is so much better. The animatronic that actually works in the station. Here's the thing. It actually works. Last time I went to Over Georgia, rode the DC Dark Ride, which was built like, what, three, four years ago? Happy Cyborg animatronic is broken. Exactly. I thought we didn't like, talk about those Dark Rides. Not. I, okay, this is just a brief thing for comparison. They also use both sides of the station, which I loved. St. Louis didn't do that. This ride is also way more intense than St. Louis is, in my opinion. Launch was forceful. Um, everything was good about it. It's my number. Or it's my second favorite in the park, for sure. Then went and did, then my, went first did my first 4D, 4D free, spin. free spin. Joker. Um, only got like three flips, but I still thought it was pretty enjoyable. I would understand I why people don't like passion. it, though, if they get sick. I don't get sick. I have a 4D coaster as my number two. I just don't like those coasters. Yeah, I, I don't know. And also, riding it at every Six Flags Park, I'm sure it will get old. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was All right. All right. Um, from there, I went to Judge Roy Scream. It was stuck in the lift. So, went to ride Pandemonium. It had an hour-long wait. Then I noticed there was a single rider line. Got on that. Pandemonium clones are some of the best Six Flags clones, in my opinion. It was, it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they are good. And then from there, 
Uh, Saw Judge Ice Cream is actually open again. Went and rode that. That's my fifth favorite in the park for sure. It's a really cool setting with the lake and also in its like own area of the park. Um, some decent airtime, and I didn't think it was that rough either. And then from there, I finally got the rest of the credits. Lava Bora waited an hour for it. It's not good. Please tear it down and build something new. No, um, don't tear it down. Jack wants the credit first. Well, you better hurry, because I want them to build something new so I can go back. Well, Aquaman, but... You can just um, go with me, because I feel like Texas Stingray is enough. Yeah, you're right. Um, after that, went to Titan. I loved the sense of speed on the drop on Titan, going 80 miles an hour. You didn't get any air time, still liked it. Going into the tunnel was cool. It was pitch black at this point. It was dark. Um... It was really intense. The first helix, I grayed out. Mid-course completely stopped you. I hated that. Second half was still okay, though. Um, How intense did it get? No momentum. I didn't think it was like I-305 intense, like some people say it can be. But it was still probably in the top five most intense coasters I've done. Yeah, I know Goliath, the final helix on the ground before you go into the turn into the break run the yeah. first time i rode that because we did it in like the back row for our first ride mm-hmm. and i did blackout going in or in that moment and it was very brief but that was like it's an intense ride if it makes me black yeah i grayed out for like a couple seconds we rode middle one of the middle rows because i didn't want to wait that much longer then mm-hmm. i did runaway mountain that ride's actually really cool it has some fun drops also they had christmas theming they had um Christmas trees up the lift, and then it played Christmas music. And then when you actually started in the layout, it switched to like hard rock. Hmm. It, it was pretty fun. Um, and that ended my day at Over Texas. Okay, Texas now we're Giant. getting to the good stuff. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Okay, Fiesta Texas. This was an interesting day. So they started out fine. Well, actually, no. I forgot. Um, started off rocky because we have Six Flags passes. We arrive well, in the no, park, the, and they tell the, us... Well, no, I mean, you went and took pictures of it, so it did kind of start out fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. We went to the mall up on the quarry wall and got good pictures of Iron Rattler and Superman, which was probably one of the most enjoyable parts of that day. <laughs> then we actually went to the park. They told us our parking had been revoked, so we had to pay $27. Oh, okay, what do you mean parking has been revoked? They scanned both of, two of our passes, two of our four passes. We tried those, and they said your parking has been revoked. That was it. That was it. So we had to pay the money. They didn't give us a refund. They claimed that we didn't have parking with our pass, even though it's worked at Over Georgia and St. Louis, and Over Texas. So I didn't really understand that, but whatever. My dad wasn't too happy about that. But I, I tried yeah, to move I, on. I mean, I can, I can understand why. I mean, yeah, twenty-seven dollars is like, it's ridiculous. Six Flags parking is ridiculous. That is more than Disney. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I went to Hollywood Goliath. Is twelve right now. Goliath was a pretty good Batman clone. I enjoyed it. Went to the Coming Boomerang. No. Um. Then I, I couldn't wait any longer. Went to Wonder Woman, and, um. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was good. It was good. It's, it's my least my favorite of any RMC I have ridden and did not make my top 25. It had crazy airtime, but it's short. 
and it wasn't rough, but it felt like you were riding it in Planet Coaster. It's super. They're super. Did you snappy. notice that? Exactly. Yeah, like super every, every snappy. transition and turn was like shuffling side to side. And yeah, they do shuffle. And it, it's not that they're like the most intense rides in the world. I mean, they're pretty intense. They are. But what it is is there's no downtime. It is literally nonstop intensity from the second yeah. you go over the drop to you hit the brake run. There's not a moment of breathing room on that ride. Like I-305, you have the turn, but then you have the nice, big, graceful hill to breathe. So there's yeah. breathing time on that ride. The Raptors, there is none. Now, yeah, th- I, this thing is weird. Yeah, they're weird to look at. I personally really like them. I've ridden both of them. Oh, I so. liked it a lot. I but I didn't um, think it was as good as the eye boxes or the topper tracks. No, they're nowhere near. I think I don't know. Jersey Devil could be because it has the link. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that's always been my thing. Is I've said it would be a top ten coaster. They're just too short. Like yeah. the intensity doesn't bother me. The shuffling doesn't bother me. It's just there's not enough to it. We'll have to see how Jersey Devil rides, but I still really liked it. It's a fun ride. I just don't think it's anything absolutely insanely crazy good. Like it is insane as far as its pacing and speed and intensity. But man, I don't know. It was just almost too much at some points. Well, and I think I texted you this. I prefer Railblazer because it just felt more. It still felt out of control. But yeah. it felt more in control out of it. It just felt better. And it has rock on work. It. And it has rock work. And it's pretty. I, I mm-hmm. will say the Cory Wall backdrop is beautiful, but I think Railblazer is just so much better. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why, but... Yeah. From, so, um, from there, went to Poltergeist, Premier, Flight of Fear clone, except without the mid-course. Okay, um, do you like it better outside or inside? Inside. Thank you. The theming. Um, I, I mean, and I didn't really notice the... a difference in the speed in the second half. Like some people talk. If they're like, no, it doesn't you... have a mid-course. It goes so much faster. I didn't really notice anything. So before you were in it, well, you might have been an enthusiast at that point. 2017, when I first rode Flight of Fear, they were not trimming it at all. Yeah. And I can't tell a difference. You can tell a difference as you're coming off the mid-course and going the first two or three turns. You can tell a difference. Yeah, after that, as you're you coming off, you can, but. After that, you couldn't tell at all. No, and it's also once you actually got low to the ground and where the corkscrew is, couldn't notice mm-hmm. anything. Well, in Flight of Fear's got this. It, I will say, people complain about it, but if you ever get to ride it in row one or two, you're coming off that mid course. There's just you literally it banks ninety degrees because it's designed to take the full force of the train going at full speed through there. Yeah. So it banks like 90 degrees. So you literally are falling into either the person next to yeah. you or the side of the train. And it's so much fun. Yeah. I still thought Poltergeist was a good ride, though. It was Not, a good ride. Like, nothing crazy good, but it's pretty fun. Then I did their Pandemonium clone, which is fine. Awesome. Um, then I did Batman, the OG 40 free spin. And I want to say I appreciated this ride a lot because Six Flags actually had some decent theming at the start theming, of the queue. Yep. I like Six Flags. That's all you have to do to make us happy. Literally, like, just a little bit of theming that doesn't take much effort, like that, and everybody's gonna love you. And, yeah. But I, I like this one more than Joker. I flipped a lot more. Uh, I spent about eight to ten seconds hanging upside down. 
that was that was interesting. interesting. Um, um, yeah, rode that, rode that and then, and went, then went to, to the two coasters two that I had been most excited for. Um, Superman, Superman. Floorless, Floorless, and. and me and Jack have had these debates, Kraken Say it. or Superman. I want to hear it. I had only written Kraken. He claimed Superman was better than I admit Superman is a little bit better than Kraken. Yes. Just just by a little bit. It's one spot so ahead of better. Kraken in my rankings. Kraken is my least favorite floorless. I said no, it's it. not. Oh, yes. I, no I, way. It and Rugero can take the bottom You've spot. written Patriot. Yeah, and Patriot was actually... It's really literally cool. Vortex, but floorless trains. Kraken literally it gave me a headache. Patriot oh. didn't. Yeah, then you need to rewrite, because it it's not bad. The, the only bad part is the Cobra Roll, and that's only sometimes. Well, like, I, I love that ride, but whatever. Kraken didn't impress me. Well, you're wrong. But, ha. But, uh, but still, uh, <laughs> Superman, the best, the dive off the quarry wall... Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I liked it. And then went to Iron Gotler, my most anticipated ride of the trip. The ride itself is amazing. Best coaster in Texas. The, the drops are great. The airtime is great. The section that people claim is bland on top of the quarry wall is not bland. Like, it, it threw me out of my seat up there. It just, it just kind of pops you around. It's like riding Dive a to the quarry is good. Now, notice that I said the ride itself is good. The operations are absolutely god-awful. I could not believe this. So it's on one train with an hour-long wait. Thank God that Jack sent me two sheets from Ace of Fast Passes, so I was able to use those. I forgot to mention where the Fast Pass line goes into the queue, though. What do you mean? Did you? I mean, the fast lane line goes in like you still have a couple of switchbacks to go. In the station. In the station. Yeah. You see what they were doing is holding the whole line at at the switchback where they met. So me and my dad mm-hmm. got to skip right in front of everybody, and those switchbacks were completely. Oh, okay, that's good. They were yeah, they were holding everybody back. Okay, which... when we were there, they were literally just like filling that thing. So even when you got in through the fast lane, you still had another. 25 30 minutes ago. oh well i still waited another 30 to 35 minutes it, it's an hour long line but we get to skip that part go to the front row because this is probably going to be one of the only times you get to ride it since it's such a long line waiting for front you know we're gonna have to wait about five to six trains it's on one train we already know we're gonna have to wait a while but we ended up waiting even longer than expected because because this one this family, one family, this one family one in front family of us, front of, us of, three people, of three people, they send, they one, send kid one kid to ride by himself. Ride by himself. He rides. Parent swap. And then the next then one in line in front of us goes on. And the kid rides again. This happened three times. The ops let this family ride again three times. Three times. While waiting for the front row. So we had to so add, on, had another to add on another two trains, two trains that, we had to wait. that we had to wait. And it took forever. And, it took forever. and that and honestly, honestly made me pretty mad. mad. Like the op like didn't the even op notice didn't that even it was the same person the same in the seat three times in a row. Wasn't even paying, wasn't even paying attention. And while it's on one train with an hour long wait, I'm not sure. Uh, my guess is that the train's out of commission. If, if that's fine, well, I mean, then that's probably the best. That's if that's the case, then that's fine by me. Like, I understand. 
But really? really? Letting the same Letting family the same ride three times, three, three times in a row? Like, that made me mad. That it took forever. And then the mine train was also on one train. And that took 30-minute wait. Um, still one of my favorite mine trains. The layout itself is fine. But at this point... Okay, so here's the little-known fact about that mine train. That is the second-to-last coaster Arrow ever built. And the reason it's so good is because it uses the same track techniques they use to make Tornado. Yeah, I, you can tell. You can, te- you can tell, yeah. That's why that ride is so good, because it's literally Tornado as a mine train. But at, at this point, I had already gotten re-rides on everything else other than Rattler. And Rattler was the only ride I wanted to ride. It's only like it's only 5 like o'clock. Five the park opened at, park 2, opened at 2. And I really have nothing, really else, have to nothing else to do. We just left. We just left. Like, that was it. Like, that was it. I wasn't going to get a rewrite on Rattler unless I waited another hour, and it would probably end up being longer than that. I'd already rewritten Wonder Woman plenty of times, and I was honestly in a really bad mood after that. Yeah, I could tell. Like, you were texting me, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave him alone, because he's not in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not too happy, but whatever. I was, like, I'll, I'll come hunched back over a computer sometime. somewhere. I was hunched over a computer working on something. I was like, okay, just turn my phone over, and I'll leave that there for a while. Fiesta Texas, not the greatest experience. I have it under over Georgia and over Texas for my Six Flags parks, but over St. Louis. Yeah, I think we need to get you back to that park eventually. Uh, Texas Hopefully still is open. Hopefully in, like, the summer or haunt when they've got, like, all the rides going. Cause it's really, yeah, I'll go back and It's a fan. I mean, it's my second favorite Six Flags park. And I would have gotten more rides on Rattler. But I decided not to do this. I contemplated buying myself a fast pass because there was still four hours left in the day. But I decided not to. But then, no, you know, nano coasters. So, yeah. Um, and then I went to SeaWorld San Antonio. This park is really, really nice. I I loved this park. Started off the day with parks. Yeah, SeaWorld's my favorite. Um, sorry. Started off the day. Got a rep Persians. Uh, yeah, well, Hershen's probably second because Silver Dollar City is amazing. And then you know I'm a Cedar Fair investor, so I have to say they're my second favorite. Is also really good, but yeah, um, started off with Steelio, my first Morgan hyper, even though it's not actually hyper; it's a mini hyper. It, and it honestly, in my opinion, looks like one of the tamer ones. But it is. Well, I haven't ridden the others, but I'm gonna guess it's not because this is one of the most underrated creatures in the world. Um, little hint now, it made my top 25. Okay. It, the airtime on the drop, like, it crests in randomly at this one point, kind of towards the top. Like, it starts off gradual and then goes steep at one really like quick the point. Old, so you get no like airtime at first. Arrow style drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get no airtime at first. And then you're just flying out of your seat and slam into the seat when you get to the bottom. And then you, you go ride up, um, Magnum towards the yeah. back. Not towards the back, no. Oh no, yeah, no, towards the back. You got, <laughs> I got a ride on it. Twenty eighteen. Um, my dad was using the restroom, and there's, I was like, okay. And so he got off, or he came out of the restroom, and I was on Magnum because I was like, well, I'm bored. I'm gonna go ride Magnum. So I did second the back row, and it was a trimless ride. Yeah. yeah. That was the most, like, some of the most painful airtime ever, but it was yeah, awesome. This, like, every single hill on this ride is intense. You get crazy good airtime. 
the double kill mob actually great. You hit the mid course and it slows you down quite a bit, but like you get this sense of gaining speed really, really fast when you go down that bank drop after the mid course. And then you go through the last hills, which are aren't as good as the first half, but still pretty, pretty solid. I ended up marathoning this thing at the end of the night. Yeah, so much yeah fun. No, I've done um, <coughs> Phantom, Steel Force. Or no, Steel Force. I, I thought said Phantom's Revenge. Um, uh, Steel Force, and it's airtime on the way out with some really decent floater. This I was mean, ejector. It's got some really good floater on the way out. Um, then you hit that turnaround. It's intense, but then there's some there's two or three like insane <laughs> hand headshot moments. Yeah. That were so I mean, I've heard the just, helix is like one of the best helixes. It it, it's, it was awesome because you're right there up against the ground and then you come around and it's literally you have it's like so close. You want it makes you pull your hands down. It's that close. Yeah. Um, um then you bank out of that and then it's pretty you go up into an Mid course and it's just airtime, airtime, airtime the whole way back and it's ejector the whole way back. Yeah. So um then I rode Wavebreaker. And I I think I put this as far as level of intensity right around fire chaser and Cobus curse level. And and uh Jack knows that Cobus Curse is my favorite of like that level of family cultures. Not anymore. Not anymore. Wavebreaker is awesome. Awesome. Um, the, launches um, the launches are fun, are fun and actually and fairly forceful. Really forceful. The uh, S curves are, are fun. All of the turns, all of the turns you, know, you get you, you get a lot of lateral lateral things, surprisingly. surprisingly. And I think that's, I because, think that's of because of the seating arrangement. You're so you're open so enough, open like, enough, like almost, almost nothing, nothing to your side, side so you're, you're really sliding, sliding around in your seat a lot. Like if you're not holding on to the jet ski handles, and you're gonna really, really slide. You know what? Hearing your review of this. Makes me want to go around Hagrid even more because you know it's going to be the same feeling. Oh, yeah, very similar. And but I, I love how this tense. is completely over water almost. Other than like one little moment where it's on an island, being over water is super cool on this. It just adds to it. Yeah, um, no, I mean, then... I'll take Fire Chaser. I mean, Cobra's they're right there, they're right at each other, but Fire Chaser, yeah, they're really mine, close. But... Um, then Road Great White, I've already talked about that quite a bit. Um, favorite Batman clone, somehow has hang time but manages to still be really intense and feel like it's flying the whole way. Um, and then also got the key credit, Journey to Atlantis was closed, looked at Texas Terminary Road, some flats, saw some shows, and that was my day at SeaWorld. And then uh, my last little bit, went to ZDT's the next day on the drive to Houston where we're flying out of... Just paid for one ride on Switchback, road front row, and that ride is really fun. There's some solid airtime, super smooth. Um, and going through a like 180 degree overbank turn backwards that also partially goes through a building is really cool. Switchback, it's a thumbs up for me. So Switchback or Mind Blower? Mind Blower for the length. Like Switchback is still pretty good length for its space, but it's it's shorter than Mind Blower. Yeah, mind blowers just like kick butt from the second. I mean, it's just yeah, nonstop. And uh, that was my Texas trip. The end. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's a lot of Texas. Yes. It's like they say everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, I still have to go to Kima and Galveston, and 
next time. Probably eventually Wonderland, maybe. I don't know. It's just Hopkins. And I'm pretty sure they have a Woody. Yeah, we just gotta hope it doesn't fall over. Yep. Yeah, so that's Texas. Well, that's um, that's almost it. So next week's episode, we haven't talked about this, but I've got an idea, and I'm gonna pitch it. Okay. So I actually have a thing here because I got bored at work a couple of weeks ago. I was like, well, what could we do for all the episodes? So for this like test season. And so I'm okay. thinking we do next weekend like a holiday gift guide show or something. A lot of other podcasts do this, but I think we just got to do it our way with like what we like. Okay. So, yeah, and then the episode title. I won't give it away. I'll tell you in a minute, but... Sounds good to me. So, yeah, that's next week's episode. Um, next week is the... We're recording a different day next week. We can also discuss that, but that's going to wrap up this week's episode. So, thank you all for listening. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Okay. Cue the exit music. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Twisted Trial Life Podcast. We'll be back next week, and ride on!